So we have Mikey from Shiny Toy Guns, an old friend. Hey, Tim, there's a black vape on that table that's yours by the picture of me and Veronica in middle school. Well, not middle school, but... And we have Victoria, who's, I think, actually probably been on the podcast more than anyone. No. What Um, about Jason? She's been on more than Jason. I mean, no, I'm not. That's serious. I mean, you've the, you're the repeat. You're the most repeat because you're you hang out and and she definitely, you know. I meant to say Jack. What about Jack? Jack's here. Jack's really tired, and um, he's gonna come on again next time, and we're gonna go deeper into like the God thing. But for now, that I mean, look, Vic's busy. She's not always here. I don't know if we're ever gonna see Mikey again. Probably not. What do you mean, bro? For real? What do you... I mean, I don't know. Listen, we have right now. This is all we have. That's true. I, I may never come back to this house. I, I love that. You know how many times you've invited much, yeah. me to your house? Well, I'm freaking out, bro. Don't freak first out. Time. Yeah, first time. There. What? First time? Yeah. Billy, now's when you take over. Well, bro... Uh, I'm teaching uh, yeah. Billy to be more. Okay. <laughs> I'm tripping on I'm tripping I'm like so fucking erotic Can you turn this down My mic down a little bit though uh, I mean uh, My yeah. headphones Yeah Yeah So uh, We got Mikey And Victoria um, and, and Pat's Doing whatever he's doing And um, We just had a really good Sermon on the Mount meeting And I'm hoping Mikey comes back No I will I will I will definitely come back It was a great meeting Um did you did you really like it? I really did. Yeah, I, I really did. I liked. Um, I'm familiar with the Sermon on the Mound. Oh, uh, you are. Yeah. Um, but it was just a cool vibe. It was just all around a cool vibe. Um, a lot of good shares, um, and it was just cool to be. It was honestly just cool to be here. You know, um, since all this crazy stuff has been going on, I haven't been hitting a lot of meetings. Zoom doesn't really work for me. Have you gone to any real meetings? Yeah, I've gone to. I, yeah, I go to. I go to some in the valley. Uh, they do a park meeting in Northridge that I've been okay. going to. Um, but since all this happened, I haven't been going to my regular meetings, and I live in Simi Valley at the moment, so um, just haven't been hitting meetings. And Pat and I just crossed paths the other day, uh, and yeah, we met up the other day. I think Friday, and he's like, "Yeah, come Monday." So I came. It's awesome. I'm glad you came. Yeah, me too. And then we had that one dude, which was interesting. That he has never been there. The prison guy and his buddy. Yeah, first meeting he said, which was amazing. <clears throat> wow. The younger guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he said this is the. He's never been to a meeting except me. But then he said something. I think I honestly got up to use the restroom. But I think he said he's been to treatment center meetings. But yeah. from what I got, this was like the first meeting he's been to. Yeah. Which was amazing. Five days off of meth. Yeah. Nice. He looks good for five days off of meth. Yeah. The young one? Yeah. Oh, that cute kid? Uh, yeah. Was he cute? <laughs> He's so handsome. Like, wow, what a stud. Really? Yeah, I think, can't believe, that young kid is five So days. remember what I was saying earlier about... Hey, I'm on it. I'm on it. No, but I'm saying you got to no, help li- her. Listen, listen. This is how you speak into a microphone. Oh. No, no, no. But, but, but if you can help her... I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you, okay? She's like the, the... Okay, so back to the cute guy. What cute guy? The young 20-year-old. He was so handsome. He's such a cute kid, and he's only he's five days clean. Oh, Oz brought. Wow. Yo, this like guy, Oz, who I haven't... That dude 
is like dope, right? How long is he on? No, Oz did 10 years. Oh, well that, yeah. And now he's back and it is crazy, dude. Tonight's meeting was amazing. And I just went and like cater. I like I usually Veronica like I've learned over the years that like I have to like put her first, right? And I'm like I just went up there. I had to deal with that. But like before, I would just like not. I would just be like eh, I'm in the podcast. Good for you. Pat. You know what I'm saying? Like you know. That's good. Like you know. Yeah. You no, gotta, you're right. I should have done that too. It's hard. Happened. Yeah, I think I'm gonna run up and check on her. Is she good? <laughs> Okay, she's good? Okay, all right. You know, too. Oh, I know. Okay, so Mikey was in Shiny Toy Guns, and he Let's get this lot. straight. Um, this is the second time I had to correct you. And maybe this is my ego speaking, but I still am. Right. We have, we, we, there's no, like, there. Yeah. Here's, here's where I. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I was in Shiny Toy Guns. I am in Shiny Toy Guns. Um. Our band has never broken up, which has been wild. Uh, I mean, completely wild that it hasn't broken up. But uh, the last time we played was sometime last year at a, mu- at a festival in Long Beach. And um, it, was, it was super cool. It, um, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. Like, I got my daughter, my wife. I, I have a life outside of music, which I fully enjoy. And we got an offer, and we're like, hey, why not? Oh, you're d- about to do a festival? No, we did last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was last year. Um, and then we got a bunch of different offers, and then everything kind of just fell through. And now with everything that's going on, um, yeah. So. so so it's all about shows. It's all Right now, it's all about shows. I mean, it, it was going to be all about... Because what we did is, I think two years ago, maybe three, we, we did... Pat's hot. I'm sweating. Take it off, Pat. Let me get, mm. my, let me get my phone out. Wow. Just so see, this is kind of cool, because like, now I'm in person. Usually, I just watch him with his shirt off, and now I get to actually <laughs> see it. So every, everyone be jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, it's all about shows. Um, it's also about... Yeah, we, we, we're all really big fans. I mean, they, Thank you. When you have a show, I will be there. Yeah. Sure. I've never gone to a show. I, I'm not a really big fan. I have no idea. Yeah, what, but they just... They're I'm, not that I, I'm not saying I'm not a fan, but I haven't, heard, I haven't heard... It's like so melodic... And like new sounding and like good production. Yeah, shout out to Chad and Jeremy. They're they're great songwriters, and we have a, we have two amazing singers. And yeah, it's like the this dysfunctional family that I never wanted. You know what wow. I mean? And it's it's uh, so you kind of keep shit together. You're I mean, like the I, nice guy. Or I, what? I mean, you know. So they start fighting, and you're just like, well, it's like okay, here's the deal. So I have I think 16 years sober. Right. Okay, so I got sober. I'm just I'm just going to run it. Um I got sober when I was 21, been playing music. I mean, actually I actually grew up playing drums in church. Uh started playing, started doing this, playing in punk bands and doing this and that and um drugs and alcohol were, you know, kind of introduced to me at an early age and um the only reason I got sober was for music. And I and I and I kind of stand by that, which is which is, and I still live this where I say without music I don't have sobriety, and without sobriety I don't have music. So somehow, some way, I will always have my hand in music. Yeah. Wh- whether uh, I got someone raising their hand. 
<laughs> uh, can you play a little piece? Because I'm oh. not I'm not familiar with anything. Yeah. Oh, well, 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 so this is the single. Just because, I mean, look, the single, this was a big song. This song was a big song. Wait, disco? Yeah. You are the one. You like you are the one. I know you're. Yeah, I know. I know. But, I but just, you're going to play late. See, that's, that's the thing with our band is like. But is this, am I going to get tased for this? No, nah, you're fine. Oh, man, this is so old. So great. You guys probably know this song. Oh. You know what? No. They're too young. How old are you guys? Okay, so this isn't my favorite part. Okay. No. Like, but well, that, No, no, hold on though. Oh. But it gets really yeah. fucking good, dude. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's dancey, it's cool, but then it hits this part where it's like super melodic. Like watch. Oh, wait. It's, 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 it's the bridge. It's the bridge. It's the bridge, right? So so this is why I like shiny toy. Wait, so so the single, the single's not always. No, you know I what mean, I mean. That, that, like, that basically was the song. That's actually me singing. Really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> I love you. This is so good. Billy's like, turn this shit off. No, no, Nothing. I have an ear. I have an ear thing. Me so. too. Oh, you do? Oh, I'm so deaf. But no, but that's another story. So like that to me is shiny toy guns. Well, and, and that's it, the shiny toy guns. There's, there's that, but then there's like the other side of. There's a few different. Yeah. Sides, I think, or different. There's different. You get variety with your music, yeah. and that's and that's. I feel like at the time, that's kind of what set us apart. Because ba- I'll give you a little background. Basically, I think you were too ill. I think you guys were too ahead good, of, ahead of ahead of your time, and, and you're too right. good of a band. You had too much to offer. You weren't so much like stuck on like what radio and there's a lot of politics too and i feel like right. we were in that same boat like right. we had a lot to offer but motown it was Ugh. the wrong label and like yeah. when you get with the wrong label they're like they slow you down they're looking for the single you kind of stop doing your thing a little right. bit yeah, and yeah. you're like so i think we kind of got fucked me you and and maybe even jason right um, by the Motown thing, you need the right people around you supporting your vision, right? And 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 the, not their vision, right? And th- and that's the thing where, like you said, the whole politics of 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 the music industry. And it's like for me, when I first went on tour, I, I was newly sober. Like I had, I mean, I'm talking. I would pick up a phone in the middle of Pennsylvania, driving in the middle of the night. And I'd be like, yo, can I take a Xanax? Can I take a value? Like literally, because I was, and and you did. I no, absolutely not. This, this is, this is the sponsors that I had back in the day. And I don't want to be like, Oh, I, they're old school, but I, I I look for people that had time that, you know, it, it was very hard for at first sure I was young ego um rock star whatever whatever that the world was saying about us I still was like I need somebody that has been in my shoes and it took me a long time 
to find that. But I had sponsors where I'd be freaking out and I'd call them and they'd be like, yo, don't call me and ask me questions you know the answer to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because was I going <laughs> to take a Xanax? No, because if I took a Xanax or a Valium, then I'd get the vodka and then I'd get this and then there's all this. It, it was just, it was a choice that I had to make. But and it, can I ask you why did you want to take Xanax? Because you were stressed out. Because, because I literally had crippling anxiety. Like literally like, and. Like on the fucking tour bus. Yeah. In, yeah. in where? Like, in the middle of, I mean, what, wherever, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know what like I'm saying? Just like paint me a picture. Like, I, I mean, okay, so for instance. Was, was Disco happening at the time? Yeah, it was, it was like. It was, so you guys were playing big shows. Yeah, we were playing big shows. We were playing festivals. We are playing radio shows. We are doing all these things with, you know what I'm saying? Where I was like, I mean, I was 23. Wow. I was a child. Just barely sober. Just barely sober. I got sober in October and. I moved into a sober. Yo, because I got sober at twenty one. Also, yeah, twenty one. And did the whole hypercar thing in sobriety, but that didn't happen for. You jumped right into it. It It took me a couple years to build some shit. It was just right into it, and so the band it was already going, or you just no. So, I I had met uh, Chad's brother Stephen Petrie, who is. A phenomenal songwriter, singer, um, Chad from Shiny Toy Guns and Steve, like, I met Steve literally playing in a church. Like, I got hired to play in a church, and I was like, whoa, this is cool. I'm playing with all these old cats who, like, really know how to play, and it was church music, and it was like, I was, like, drinking and, like, living this double life, and then I started hanging out with these people, and then they're like, hey, why don't you come, sorry, why don't you come do a session, and then, like, I'd come to a session, and I'd be hammered, and I'd be on pills, and it was just like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yo, I got this. Like, I, I, it literally was, I was, like, in such denial and, like, living in this... So you played the drums in the church band with Chad? With, with Chad's brother. Okay. So I met then, him, and like at at the time, like I was looking for something because I've always played music. I played in punk rock bands around around the eight oh five, and grew up basically in the in the punk rock hardcore scene out here. So I was always going to shows and always playing and always having people over and playing little punk rock shows. And then I met this guy who like I was searching for something. I, I was so, so they already had a band. So Chad at the time. So Jeremy basically, before he put the band together, and this is where I stand by this guy where he's just like, to me, he's a genius. Mm. I remember going, um, I remember going to the rehearsal hall that Chad, our singer, Jeremy, our keyboard player, and his brother, Steve, all rented this space. One of them slept in the rehearsal hall. They're all from Oklahoma. And they came out here and they had an apartment like right down the street. I think Chad was sleeping in, um, he was sleeping in a closet in like a one bedroom and they just moved out here to do music. So at the time, like Chad was dabbling in all sorts of stuff. Cause like I said, I, I was going to break it down where it's like Jeremy was a raver and a DJ and Chad was honestly, Chad was a, um, Chad was like a child star like pop star. I don't know if you know this, but singer. Yeah. In, in, in a band with, it was a female Chad and Steve. And like, he was like nine years old opening up for like boys to men. 
Like so he he yeah like <laughs> like gnarly like like teen bop Crazy. shit like he so so they all moved to L.A. They're like trying to figure stuff out. Chad gets some writing deal and he he moves somewhere in Florida and is writing like I'm talking at the time badass like pop punk like okay so before this turns into like a shiny toy guns i and, podcast, I, and i'm sober for 16 years so, so let me just say so so you joined the band so jeremy had this they're album. already a band jeremy had literally had all this stuff written out on a notebook so when i started hanging out he's like this is what i have a drummer a guitar player okay so you fucking joined the band at the baby the beginning of the band yes and you watched the disco get written. I have a question. And you watched it go big, and then you started touring with them. Was anyone else sober in your band? Or were you alone? I, 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 was, I was very alone yeah. for a very long time. Um, so how did you get sober? Well, but I'm sorry. First of all, Billy had a question. Yes, sir. I did? You were raising your hand? I asked my question. Oh, what was it? I wanted to hear his music because I wasn't familiar oh, with it. Oh, yes, dude. Sorry. Um, Fading listening. You are the one. Yeah. yeah. I, yes, I was. I was the only sober member. Oh, and then the girl. Yeah. She came in later, or what? Oh my god. <laughs> It's uh, so good. Uh, very it, grateful. It has like Nine Inch Nails. It has like Depeche Mode. It has like all these fucking awesome elements to it. I can't wait to go back and like listen to this fucking music. Yeah. Dude, I remember being on the road in the bus listening to this shit with HK Army. I just revisited this because we started something called CD Jukebox at our house playing all of our CDs and records back like back and forth like everyone just picking next one and we I put on Shiny Toy Guns and like it was so good that we didn't like switch for like a while I think probably listened so... to five songs and I'm like okay so we gotta because ch- we were supposed to be changing like every other song and, J- so and Victoria really good, this is Victoria Evigan Jason Evigan's wife they are in a band called Elephant Heart and big, big fan yeah, so most of most of the people listening to the podcast know Elephant Heart, and if they don't, just Google it. This is another really cool shiny toy gun song that It's like good music. Sounds like fluid math. Yeah, it's it's and then I'm gonna go to the Who's playing that bass? Yeah, Chad. yeah, it's it's Yeah, I mean it, and it's it's gnarly cuz like, you know, it's like I've been in a band for a long time and you can't describe music, you no, know, you know what you I'm can't. saying? But but, but but honestly like Fleetwood Mac Meets Depeche Mode meets like Nine Inch Nails, like okay, but but hold Dang. on. So you're playing the drums on all these tracks, yeah, in the studio, yeah. That's fucking dope. In it, 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 you're a good fucking drummer. Ju- thank you. Uh, you know what I what I what I uh, dr- drumming wise, like when I first like started to take it, you're se- in that pocket. Well, that but that's that is what I was taught. 
like you know what I'm saying? Like I remember world music in Simi Valley. Yes, I'm from Simi Valley. Don't judge me. I live there now, actually, too. Um, uh, we'll edit that out. But I remember world music. It, it was in on Erringer, like right by Cock. What, what, what's that? It was it was a music store in Simi Valley. Oh, okay. right. So I got a drum set. Oh, crazy story, real quick, not to get sidetracked, but oh, I'm not even going to go there. Okay, so um, world music. I remember going and, and, and my mom and dad handing somebody money to teach me how to play a song. Hmm. And not, not to be, and maybe I was, but not to be cocky or arrogant. I was like, I could go home and learn how to play this song. Mm. I don't need somebody to teach me how to play On a song. the drums? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, it was like... You already kind of knew. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to say I would sit down and be like, "Oh, look, I got this song." But it's like I, I wanted to work towards something. I didn't want to pay somebody to be like, "Okay, this is how you play this song." I, mm. I taught myself how to count. I taught myself how to read. I taught myself how to find. But you, but you, you have a natural. You had a natural rhythm. I think so. I, I, I do think so. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, you either. You can either find the snare or you can't. Right. Exactly. I mean, I tell Veronica to count the shit and she doesn't even know where the one is. Right. It's crazy. Right. It's like one, two, you find, where did you go? One, right. Two, three, four, go, and go, I, and, and, two, and four, my one, two. It's right. like, I don't know. Some people just, uh, yeah, I, I, I think know. I, and, don't and, know where the fucking shit, where the rhythm, where the fucking one is. Well, and I think it, I, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I, I think, I think at a young age, I knew what I wanted to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, when you first heard, like, Nevermind or something? Uh, yeah, I remember being at. Uh, like, I already know what it is. It's, it's the same for all of us. Right. And it's it was crazy. like, but it was like, it was another side of things where I had a friend who wanted to, like, to play hide and go seek. And I'm like, in elementary school, like, we carpooled. And I'm like, yeah, I'll come play hide and go seek at your house. But what I would do is I would hide in his bedroom and lock the door and sit behind his drum set. Then I'd sneak into his brother's room where he had Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses posters and like had guitars and magazines. And this is the first time I watched MTV and was like, whoa, there's, there's rock and roll out there. there, there there's music out there. And I was like, I want to do that. All right, bro. I'm going to stop you because Thank we you. need to get to know you a little bit. So um, you grew up in Simi Valley. I grew up in Simi Valley. You played drums for Little Shiny Guns. Is that the name? Yeah, I'll take it. No, shiny toy guns. Shiny toy guns. Shiny, at least you didn't say shiny boy buns or something. Yeah, shiny, shiny boy, toy shiny guns. Shiny toy guns. STG. You're sober how long? 16 years. And you have a wife and a child. You're uh, a family man. I have a beautiful wife and a beautiful daughter, yes. And you spent a lot of time on the road. Yes, I spent, I, I want to say probably the first close to eight years of my sobriety was on the road. So, so what's that like? Is that like kind of a trudge? <sighs> You know, it, it was definitely, um, you know, I, like during the meeting, I, I actually shared something where, you know, I've heard a lot of people and I've probably even said it, God willing. Me, me, I was saying it. Yeah. But God willing, right? God willing, Pat's going to, you know, put a shirt back on or whatever. No, no. Pat has to be willing to put a shirt back on. God's not, God's willing. Like God is willing to help me stay sober. It was Mikey that had to be willing. I knew that I couldn't get behind a drum set and drink. I, I just knew. I just knew I couldn't do it. 
so it was it was it was very very hard. Oh, I had, so in that sense, you're saying trying to stay sober and be on the road was a real challenge. Very okay, very, yeah. young guy on the road in a successful band yes. and sober. Yeah, like what what? It's fucked up, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I'm you sorry. Know, it wasn't that hard for me because Steve and Ange didn't use, but your boys were getting loaded. I mean, <laughs> so that's what made it hard. You had to be around Really? It. So they were getting drunk were and high all the time shit, around sure. you? Yeah, I mean... Right, okay. Well, how'd you even do that, man? You must have really had a conviction. Would you just go to bed early or like, how would you... What would you do? I would stay up and party. What do you mean? No, um, I just I just had to separate myself in a sense. Um, I, 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 I knew when not to talk to people. I knew when to stay away. Um... And I knew I was out there to do a job. And the only way I could do my job was to stay sober. So whether it's we fly to Alaska and the disease of alcoholism is in my brain saying, you're in Alaska. You're playing three sold out shows in a row. You could kill somebody right now. Like, obviously not kill somebody, but my brain, I'm like, it's nine o'clock at night and the sun is out. I could do anything I want to, you know, mm. you know, you mean like get high. Yeah. And nobody, would and know. nobody would know. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and my thinking, I, 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 my I thinking think was, was like, what do you say? Right. No, <laughs> but I actually know exactly what you're saying because right. I was, I bro, I was, I would remember feeling that same thing in like Europe, like, you know, or, or dude, one time I took a boat from fucking wherever to Finland. We, we, yeah. we did a show in Finland and we had to take a ferry and it was me and Jason Pineda. Not, the band took the fucking bus. We right. were the only two that got on the ferry because shit gets weird. Yeah. Sometimes when you're on the road, like half of you go this way. And I'm like, yo, there's just like, we ended up meeting these two um, girls that didn't even really speak English and we had some fun with them. But like. I I don't know how I stayed sober. See, I, I went to meetings. I found meetings. Like, literally, like... But, like, dude, the road kind of sucks, no? I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved certain things about it. I loved everything about it. Really? Literally. Like, I lo- driving through, watching the sun, sun rise loved in, it. like, Kansas. And there's, like, all this open... America has so much open yeah. land. You can't even fucking believe it. It's, like, never-ending planes you're like what you know what i'm saying well, like, and it, it was it was and you're like, driving through it and it's incredible yeah and it, i mean even going overseas like i remember i remember we went to england and we played we were there for 60 days we played 55 shows oh see that's where you don't even get to enjoy england. no it, i mean we had been there before it was like it was like a quick i hate to say a quick run but it, <laughs> it it was it was like a you know like we had been oh. there and like spent time there so and you like, had like roadies and yeah roadies i had i rest in peace i had a good friend of mine who you know actually was sober who went on the road with me and he actually overdosed and died several years later um alaska actually got him so, so I think that your he ex- died in Alaska. So when when we went to Alaska, no, you're fine. When we went to Alaska, Sorry. and who? <laughs> Who's talking? Here, hold on. No. So, so when we went to Alaska, and I was out of my mind, the first thing I did is I went to a meeting. I got to my condo, I found a meeting, and I went to a meeting, and I raised my hand. 
And I said, hey, I'm Mikey. I'm here with the circus. God, uh, what is the meeting in Alaska like? <laughs> I'm here with the circus. Well, like, what am I going to say? Like, I mean, I was a lot cuter and skinnier and had great hair back then. And it's like, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I was just like, yo, I'm from out of town. Um, what did you say, though? You I, I, I literally said, hey, I'm Mikey. Um, I'm from out of town. I'm going to be here for a few days. I'm in a band and we're performing. No, not no. I, I ne- whenever I went to a meeting, I never said what I was doing. Really? Why not? Because I was young and you, you know, thought it needed to be anonymous I, at first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that's a really like for me, I think that's kind of a, a thing I'm starting to learn doesn't really have much of a meaning or use for me because not, I think, any, I, not for me, not anymore. Yeah. Because but like, like I, I really wish I would have, I always kind of felt the intuition to be honest yeah. about what I was doing. I would even tell my fans like right. I'm sober. Right. Why would I hide that from them? No. Yeah. Unless I'm personally not wanting to share that. Right. But I'm trying to help other people understand that they can be sober. I'm fucking sober. I'm the guy you're watching on stage and I'm sober. Right. So you can't, you know, so it's right. like, why and, would I? And I think, I think early on my mindset was just, it took me a while to like really get my shit together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where I, 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 to be honest with you, I was scared to death. I loved it, but I was scared to death where it was like, I know I have to go to meetings I don't, I didn't, I, in a sense, I didn't want to cause, I didn't want it to be about me. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm Mikey Martin and I'm from LA and wh- whatever. Like if someone wants to come up and talk to me and like wants to know what I'm doing, then but I would like should... the fact that you're in a band from LA w- might make someone want to come talk to you. Right. Yeah. That's like my thing is like, if I'm, yeah, let's, uh, we want to hear from you. Well, I was just going to say, I see why he doesn't though because a lot of times people's perception of you changes and then it can become about you oh that's so i mean i don't know maybe not in a meeting but i know like we've done different groups things and when people aren't used to it a lot of times like that's all they want to talk about they want to ask you all these questions about that world and it's like you kind of want to be free from that world but he just wants to be mikey but in an aa meeting it's a little different but yeah i hear you but but even even i mean if you're anthony kiedis right or like fucking you know Aerosmith like that's where it's like gonna get tricky well I mean but that's the thing if like if Anthony Kiedis walks into a room that like people are gonna know it like that's you know you yeah. know what I'm saying for me <laughs> for me it was just like hey guess what I'm an alcoholic yeah I'm a so. drug addict I, I I this is what I need yeah I, I dude I still do I've done I've done that my whole sobriety yeah. but now I'm just starting to wonder I'm starting to question that I'm starting to wonder wait maybe maybe I should let myself be attractive a hundred percent to people that will look up to me. And then I'll tell them, yo, I know you want to know about all this other bullshit, right? But the real shit is this Yeah, is what, so I what did. you're saying is maybe they'll be interested in, Oh, you're from LA. You're in a band. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, honestly, like this is comes first and then I'll get them back on track once they're attracted to my shit. Yeah, and right. for them to see that all people are the same, no matter what. You could be a rock star, you can be living in your trailer. hundred percent. And if you have an addiction, but if, you're not getting But if you are a rock star, let it be known. Yeah. Just so that you can say. I, I sort of disagree a little bit because yeah. I've seen celebrities go in and they just get fucking swamped. They right. can't even go to regular meetings because well, yeah, but we're but we're not celebrities, right? I we're know. just people that I, yeah. can be attractive. I see what you're saying, but it, because but, of our story. But it took me. I'm like, I'm, like it literally took me. I, you've seen that though. Like, what? What have you seen? Andy Dick. 
Oh yeah, and he just gets swarmed. He, yeah, right. just like upon a yeah, he does. Really? It's like he can't that. really enjoy a meeting because he's like Andy Anthony Dick. He just even gets respected, like at Rodeo. Like right. People Some people like do like uh, what's his name, him, the so. guy that did Apopolipto, Papalipto. You Mel know, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. People don't seem to fuck with That's him funny too much. That you referenced that movie. Yeah, he did yeah, like right? Braveheart. Wait, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> lethal. Old no, I it, no. It's either what? Road Warrior or Apopolipto. I, I was the guy. Who rolled up to Mel right. at the Malibu meeting? I was right. like, "Bro, I'm sorry, but I just have to tell you, like, you're the fucking well, you're a fan, yeah." Man. That's and different. I told him, "Yo, Apocalypto <laughs> was the cr- was the realest right. shit I've ever." Have you seen that? Yeah, I mean, Vic, this is your movie. We should all watch that. That's a crazy. I will oh watch it again. My God, the whole cast is like real indigenous people, right? It's crazy. There's nobody that's like a, there's no actor. I mean, the one guy, it's so dope, dude. The whole movie is like about an indigenous tribe. And the one, do you remember like, yeah, it's basically, it's, it's from their view of us coming to America. Well, that's the end. In the end, we see the sh- they see the ships. And oh, it's the a war between their tribes. But or the sh- one, the one main no, I don't actor. Know. Yeah, don't don't ruin well, it. Oh yeah, not, let's not ruin it. Let's not ruin it. Yeah, I, sorry, but that's but, not at all what it's about. It, it's about this guy who sort of becomes an outcast from his tribe because he tried to save one of the people because they were like, I mean, this shit like they're back in the day they were fucking savage. They were chopping heads off and letting them roll down. The yeah, stairs. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. like crazy savage. But so like, the the movie just, it has that brave heart. It has that right. heart, like yeah. that Mel Gibson heart. Yeah, he brings a heart to his movies. You yeah. know, yeah, and it has that. But it's all like their faces are white. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're like gnarly, like but good acting, but no I, English. Yeah. It's good. I felt like it gives you a little taste of what it might have been like yeah. if you were there. So that's what I was saying to him was like, yo, I just felt, I've never seen anything like that. And I just, I get excited because I know Vic yeah. and I know she'd be into this. So let, let me get back to this point because I know like where you're at right yeah, now. Yeah, like yeah, because you, I don't want to be this ego guy. Look at no, me. I'm fucking cool. Right. I do this and that. But like, So it wasn't until... Like I said earlier, I was like, I needed a sponsor that had been through this, that had been, and maybe that was just my brain. Who'd like, you pick? Um, it, it was Talk a, to us. It was a guy from San Diego, and uh, he was Billy Idol's drummer. Oh, sick! And and he, <laughs> and, and the crazy. Let's go. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. And he was sober. Well, he partied a lot with Billy, uh, Billy, uh, Billy Idol, and then he ended up getting sober. Wait, Billy Idol? Yeah, okay. So Billy Idol's rebel. Well, no, I, nice I used Dave. to love Billy Idol when I was a kid. I actually is like the one of the only concerts I went to. Yeah, he's dumb. And this, but this guy helped me out a lot because it was like, like I said, I was scared. I, I want to say, as crazy as this sounds, it took me about five years. Voice is like amazing. I have a really good radio voice. It's like amazing. It's it's and like the way your cadence, the way you're uh, talking. I'm like, I keep checking the mic because you're so close to it. I'm so good, but it's not peaking. You it's like, like that? really good. Like so, if you get loud, you want to kind of move back yeah, a little bit. No, you haven't I noticed have that? A good compressor. Wait, watch. What do you mean? Like, see, like I know how to do I, it. I need a good compressor. So you chose Billy Idol, it's not so, Billy Joel. Billy no, Idol. So I so I found this guy because I did get sober down in La Jolla, and I, I met this guy, and like. It, it, so going through, like going through the process of touring, like I had to hit meetings. 
I yeah, had, that's amazing. I, I didn't do enough. I mean, <sighs> I I didn't do enough either, but I I I, oh, mean, I didn't do any. Really? See, I, dude, it was... I didn't do any of it. Like, I thought about doing it. I called my sponsor a lot. But finding the meeting and getting... Well, see, here's the difference. And this is what I wanted to say is you were like... We were like carrying our own lights and equipment right. into the show. Right. I was like... It was crazy. So we were just doing a lot of work. Right. But then towards the end, we had a bus. I could have probably went. You know what? Mm, I can't remember if I went. It just, it just, I mean, we had, you That's know, cool. we had tour managers and we had, we had people who kind of looked out for us, which was really cool. And the, the longer I would keep pressing record every 28 minutes. Is uh, it still recording? Yeah, Keep going. The, the, the longer I stayed on the road, the easier it became. I mean, you, I've met so many sober people. Wow. Like, so like, you would like go to Texas and you would have your fucking people. Yeah. So wait a minute. Every, every stop or just as many as you could, you'd hit a meeting. Just as many as I could. I mean, like when we were in England, like craziness, like there was a time where I was like, I have to go to a meeting. Okay. Wait, I have a couple of questions. Yes, so sir. you're a young man, but you know that if you get fucked up, you're going to lose your position as the drummer. Absolutely. So that's what kept you sober. That is Kinda. Yeah, that's, that's what kept me sober. Huh. In, until that's good. That's good. until that wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? Until and it wasn't until I, I had worked the steps and I had. And I this had, is because you did a step one and you knew that you were powerless over alcohol and any, your life was anything, unmanageable. Anything. Yep. Drugs, alcohol. I remember. I'll never. At such a young age. I'll that's never amazing. forget this. I was. <clears throat> I was coming in and out of a blackout. The I didn't know about Alcoholics Anonymous. I just knew I was going to a hospital because my aunt came down and she looked at me and was like, "You could die." I mean, I was, I was, I, I had the shake. I mean, I was shaking. She was worried I was going to have a seizure. And this all is this. from alcohol. Yeah, and this. Yeah, I mean, how old were you? I mean, I tried to get, I tried to stop drinking when I was 19 and I, I moved away for a music opportunity. When did you start using drugs and alcohol? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I dabbled in a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? And it was, there wasn't, I, I just, I remember, I remember alcohol. I just remember it. I remember taking a drink and all the anxiety going away. Hmm. I remember smoking weed <laughs> and all the anxiety came. Mm-hmm. So I had to find this balance of like, you know, whether it was like sneaking pills or finding pills or, but I was a blackout drinker. So alcohol was your thing. Okay. Alcohol is what ruined close, close, almost ruined my life. And, uh, did you grow up in a good family? You said you were like a church person. I and... grew up in a loving dysfunctional family. Oh, if that but makes you got love or you knew you were loved. Um, or in hindsight, you now know that you are loved. I mean, I, I, I now know that I'm loved, but I, I also believe in um, therapy, which has really helped me. And I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm talking, I, I just worked, something, worked through something, you know, that had to do with my mother from my childhood last year. Oh, yeah. I'm, really, I'm still doing it. And I'm going to be 50 in about half an hour. You know, you know what I got here in a second. Yeah, like, but, that, but you know what I'm saying where it's like. I, I look at it like today, right? I have a choice today. I, I have 
when I was drinking and using drugs and, and doing all that, I, I didn't have a choice. So sure, when I got sober, the only person I could blame was myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I worked the steps. I, I took a look at my life and I worked the steps and I, it gave me another it gave me another way of living and it gave me another way of thinking where somebody, I mean, I, I, yeah, you're one of the few that's actually doing the deal. It's always, I'm always surprised when I meet another, well, I'm not saying I'm doing it perfectly, but the the only thing I've done perfectly is not drink or use drugs. Yeah. But, And, and, and for a long time, that was, that was all I obsessed about. It, mm. and, it, and, it, and, and like I said, it, it, it until it wasn't enough. Yeah, but what do you mean? We got Troy, we got Chris. Yeah, but as as the legions of people you meet in an NAA right. and stuff, those are the few. Those well, are the yeah, few, but, but, and there's the but, ones we hang out because. But yeah, well, we 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 tend to after having been in sober for 15 years, I think we tend to gravitate towards. And you know, even God, have, why does that cigarette smell so good? It's a smooth. It's and the, the but then you also have your Danielle's. Smooth. Danielle had 11 years. And she just went out on fucking CBD. And then she just said, fuck it, I'm going to start smoking weed. Right. Now, Which now, I was like right there with her. But now, luckily. Now, listen, I don't want to get. I would have been right behind you. I don't want to get into crazy <laughs> detail. But there, there, there has been a time where. I went through a really, really dark place. Yeah, me me, me too. A couple years ago. And, um, well, that's learning to lose. Oh, bro. Okay. Okay. So now we're, now we have arrived at At the 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 point point of this podcast. Four hours later, Mikey, thanks. No, it's good. I I just, yeah. Like, so you, what, what happened? You were dark. It was dark. Yeah. Um, are you ready to let it all out or no? And not all of it. Oh, okay. Cool. So. Um, well, I mean, you're, it sounds to me like your wife was pregnant. I met my wife on the road. Okay. She came to work for our band. Mm-hmm. She, my wife toured all over with me. I bet, yeah. And, and she's a normie, oh, you know, okay. I try to get her fucked up. You know what I'm saying? She can, uh, she can, she can do it. You know what I'm saying? She's, she's, you know, she's older. She went through her, her shit or whatever. What do you mean she can do it? Like, like she can fucking smoke weed. She'll get the weed pen. She'll take edible. She's, she's a normie. She's, yeah, yeah. she's a freak. It's That's like, cool because so is my wife. Right. Right. So, but, it, and it, then they just like do their shit. Yeah. And she's a badass and she works hard and she's smart and she's beautiful. All it, I went through a dark time. Love my, this guy. My wife. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just, this is a long time coming. I, I, so, I love this guy, and I'm. I, I, I'm just I, so glad you we're like. You're, I want you. You're gonna be in my life now. I just have to say this because I. I, yeah. I am. Tr- I and no bullshit. Like I am, like privileged to. I. I it's an honor to be in this room. I'm just, so happy you're here. No, I, I am too. Um, he hit me up the other day, and like I haven't heard from him in so long. He's like, "Yo, you gotta come fucking meet." This you got to come see this facility. It's like a IOP place where they have like it's really cool actually. I think Vic, you'd even like it too. Like, oh yeah, like, you would love there's it. There's a yoga studio. They have like different rooms for therapy. There's like Sound a juice bath, bar. Like crazy. It's like oh, a, I saw a little clip. Yeah, it's really cool, yeah. and it's it's for like recovering uh, alcoholics, but also people. Men- with it's men- all it's also going to be mental health. It's going to be open to the public, but it, that's it's just like a health center. It's, am- it's, it's amazing. Really, 
positive energy. So yeah. we're going to be opening a sober living, which Mikey will probably be a part of and, and try to really help people. And this will be a place where we can go to, to like have therapy sessions and like meditation and like just really yeah. like build and, a community. And I'm, I gotta be honest with you. I was like, dog, like last time I met with him, he's at some other spot I spoke at. And like my mind just went right to like, I'm busy. Like, why am I meeting you? Like, I don't want to meet with you. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't have time to yeah. just fucking have a coffee. Like, what is this place? But like God, like it was brought me to, there. Yeah. I think like, it was meant I just, to be. I just, I just, it was the right time. I can't listen to my doubtful. My mind is just so closed and, and I doubt and I'm like, where are you going dog? Woodstock. Okay, cool. Love you, bro. This guy's amazing. this guy's amazing. He's so dope. Dude. Listen, listen. If you wouldn't have come to to meet me, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. I mean, I've I've seen this guy. I've met right. him. I, like like. And this, you know, Vic. Like he's following all my yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it's no. Like, you belong here. I, and I and I feel that way. No, and, you need to be a part of this community. And I I want to be. And I I, I you I, are. I, okay, thanks. <laughs> I just and listen. I just want to see you. I just want to see what you guys would say. But yeah, no, but. So learning. Sorry. So back to learning to lose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Too many people that I know personally, acquaintances. I mean, we all know. We all know people. This is good. We we all know. You know, you know people that are out in the public. We know. We know people. We we know. And and who's out there being honest? Who's out there being real? Because it's so many people that I've experienced, like, it's like early on in recovery, like, you know, I'll never forget the first person that passed away from a drug overdose. That was a friend of mine. Mm. And this, you know, you know what my sponsor said? Can anybody guess what my sponsor said? It's going to happen more. Better him than you. Wow. And that was, and that was, that was a hard pill to swallow. Wow. Okay. Now, now, I mean, even even today. Okay. I have. Oh my god! I can't believe I just did that. I, I caught that. My father does that. That was weird. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, it sounded good, right? But it was uh, okay. So even today, I have a a, a peer. A friend, somebody I toured with, somebody in England where, that I shared a bus with, somebody that was at my wedding. I have this this person who who's a phone call away. You know, in my eyes, he's successful as an artist, as a drummer, as as a peer. Now I have this guy. I feel like he remembers my sober birthday because. He will call me and we'll talk quickly, but it always ends up in a text. And he's like, bro, like you were so young when you got sober. Who isn't rebellious? Who isn't an alcoholic? Who isn't a drug addict if you try drugs and drink? And this guy, so this guy goes on to tell me, I've helped so many people learn how to drink and use drugs responsibly. And, I, and I'm just like, I, I just I, I don't want to be an asshole. I want is to be this like friend of your Satan. He might as well, right? That, that right? So I so but I feel like in a sense this guy is is reaching out for help, 
and that's all I can do is be like, I, I appreciate whatever you're trying to do. I, you know, and he's like, oh, well, you didn't drink and use drugs like so-and-so and so-and-so. And I was like, you, 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 you've known me sober, you know? And the last time, the last time, finally, finally I got pissed off and I said, you know, you know why I don't drink? You know why I don't use drugs? Because if I was drunk or using drugs right now, I wouldn't be going to the hospital to visit my father who just got diagnosed with stage, stage four cancer. That's real life. So today I get to show up. You can show up. I, I can show up. I, you, you would be just getting loaded. But, but I, I'm a, just, this is really good stuff, but I feel like you started on one message and now we've switched over like, oh, this is the dark. We're going to the dark place. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm on it. Cause then you said pregnant and then I was yeah, like, so, uh, so okay. Mikey's speaks in riddles. <laughs> okay. Do I? God damn. So, okay, so this guy got you upset. Okay, so anyways, I'm, I'm going to go back to the dark because it's learning to lose, right? Yeah. So my wife is a couple months pregnant, right? Uh-huh. You know, we're playing shows. We're doing, we're, like, life is still happening yeah. from, from uh, I'm making things work. I'm, I'm working a job that I really like. I'm playing music. It's like the best of both worlds. <laughs> It's going to be a long story short, but I got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis hmm. and it was, I mean, earth shattering. I literally thought my life was over. Because but what does that even mean? Like, yeah, I was wondering now, what is that exactly? Like, so basically it? in the future at some point, so it's going to get, so, real. so there, there was a night where I was driving home from somewhere. I was living in Westlake, and I, I text my wife, and you know she goes to bed early, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna stop by so and so's house. I'll be home soon." And I'm driving down the freeway, and I just get this headache, and, and from like ten, eleven o'clock at night, all the way till six or seven in the morning, half of my body completely shut down. Like I couldn't, I, I, I could barely walk. I couldn't feel my, I couldn't feel like my face was numb. All this stuff. So I go to the emergency room. And of course, I sit there for hours, and, uh, and no one can tell me what's wrong. So, so they send me home, and I, 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 I get some sleep, and then I go back. And so uh, spinal taps, uh, just all, everything, because no one knows what, what's MRI. Ha- everything. MRIs, spinal taps, blood scans, blood work. I'm sitting in this, and my wife's pregnant, and uh, she goes home. And I'm in the emergency room, and they're like, we don't know what to do with this guy. And so they're running out of room in the emergency room, so then they take me to the ICU. Hey, Billy, so, happy birthday! Happy birthday, Billy! Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I made it. What a good time Damn, to have right, a birthday. Yeah, right at, right at 12. So, so my wife comes She's back. Sweet. She's yeah. awesome. So my wife comes back, a couple members of my family come back, and they can't find me. And they're like, oh, he's in ICU. And I'm, I'm sitting there scared out of my mind. Like, mm-hmm. this is it. This is it. I'll never play drums again. I won't be able to play with my daughter. I'm, my daughter, I, I thought I was just going to be a cripple because no one could tell me what was happening. So that that was a, a a point in my life where i was like i i didn't even want to drink i didn't want to use i just wanted to hide yeah. i i just wanted to i'm boring patty's yawning no no, uh, no. i'm kidding i'm kidding this is great. so so no i can relate so yeah i, I mean it, it was it was and 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 being by myself 
in ice. It, it was it was it was so scary because I no one knew what was going on. I mean, I had one of my bandmates come and just sit with me and cried. Your head can go so oh, dark, it, it, so it, dark, and, and it did. It really did. And and the good thing about it is that I'm okay. Like right now, I am okay. Right and now, but there's two kinds of MS. So what they told me at the end of the day, after all these things, after all these meds, and after all these injections, and after all this shit, I mean, I've had probably in the past four years, and this is dark. I don't talk about this. Um, I mean, I've shared about it in some meetings. You know, I was, I was, you know, but it, it, I, I've had. They, they tell. They told me I have relapsing, reoccurring MS. Okay, so it's it's basically my nerves like, you know, like an iPhone charger, how they they kind of split and all the wires kind of that's basically what happens to my nerves. So for two years, I was doing an injection every other day. It's myelin sheath. The myelin sheath is uh, deteriorating or something. Right. Right. So and then that that basically is like it's like part of my brain is like so I had like. Um, oh yeah, and in your brain, too. I had like, dude. They the first time they showed me uh, um, the the CAT scan or the MRI, whatever it was, I, I just I literally like fell over and like felt like I was gonna throw God, up because I, so I had all these legions. First of all, they're like, you these are legions. These are growing on your brain. So that that was just like it, it was, and it, it. I mean, I I walked with a cane for a while. I, I really. Yeah, bro. It was. Where was where was I for all this? Where were you? What the fuck? I, I was I was like living in I was living in Westlake Village with my wife, like just me and her, just kind of like hiding out a little, kind of hiding out. And I mean, I, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of doctors' appointments, a lot of things that happened, and you know what's crazy is that I kind of I kind of stuffed that all away. Um, and that was that was sort of like a vicious cycle of me shutting down and, and not communicating and not, um, you know, I didn't want people to know like like I did. I, you, you, I had to be very careful with who I shared that information with, because most people would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, you're going to die. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. so then my wife didn't understand. My family didn't understand. Like I didn't understand. And it was just this long process of like, you know, then I went into this depression and this anxiety where like these doctors were like, okay, we're going to prescribe you Xanax and we're going to, we're going to put you on a mood stabilizer and all this shit. Did you take it? No, absolutely oh. not. I got, so what happened was I got put on, um, it, it was it's supposed to be an anti. I got I got put on Zoloft. I'm on Zoloft right now because I had a a thing and a good respected friend who might be here tomorrow night convinced me to try it. Okay, go ahead. And Zoloft just did not work for me. It was it just was it just was a a blur in a, in a very. See, people say I don't notice anything except my libido is gone, which I'm thankful for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's still, it's still. Anyway, go but ahead. but it's like it, it's like I, I I I got sober. I like lived my dream of like if someone gave me a dollar for me playing drums, that's that's me, like doing what I wanted to do, mm. getting sober. And then all of a sudden 
it's like, oh, you have multiple sclerosis. And okay, I'm going I'm to lead you a little bit. Please. So, uh, so you get this earth-shattering news. I can relate because I had something, and it just devastates your world, and your mind just goes to all the worst scenarios. But how long ago was that? I was um, f- almost five years ago. Five years ago. And so what happened is somehow you were able to live a normal life still, and right. it, but you never know when it's going to hit. Is that the thing? Yeah. And it, 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 honestly, I mean, medicine is so insane nowadays. And uh, I mean, I was doing, I was doing it, like I said, I was doing it, in a, uh, sorry, I was doing um, an injection every other day. Of omegas or what? Well, who knows? Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It was, but, but so then, so then through all this, like I got put on Zoloft, I was seeing a psychiatrist, I was seeing a, a, um, a therapist and, and I just started to sort of lose my mind. Yeah, I, it just my mind just started to slip, and people thought I was getting loaded. And like, was that from the stress or from the disease? It, it was, it was, it was from the stress and the fear, and I got put on too much Zoloft uh-huh. that it literally just made me like a zombie. Hmm. And and uh, all right, let me ask oh, wait, you. My wife's calling. Can oh. I answer it? Okay. Hello. Hello. Wait, Layla, Layla, I'm putting you on speakerphone. Hey, I'm I'm doing the podcast right now. What podcast? I'm at Pat's house doing a podcast. Hi. Say hi. Hi. Hello. Hey, everyone. Yeah. You all right? I'm I'm awesome. What do you I, got? I'm awesome. I'm so awesome. I, I I was just talking about you and Mila, and yeah, I'm at Pat's. His sponsors here. It's a couple couple of his teams here and we're just doing we're just doing a podcast okay is mila asleep yeah she fell asleep in her room and then i just woke up and looked over and like jumped because she was like right next to me asleep i love you so much (laughs) not just because i'm talking hey hey pat 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 told me um i I have a really good voice for the podcast i'm like yeah you know i got a good radio voice okay i love you i i'm almost done like a little i love you baby you've been imagining a lot lately huh um yeah, so earth-shattering earth news, right? So, so here's what I want to get come, at. Talk to me. Because uh, we're going in this. <sighs> we've talked to DDA. We've talked to me. And now we're talking to you. And DDA refers to it this way. as his sickness or whatever you want to call it uh-huh. is his superpower. And for me, it's devastating because I also, like, I feel like throwing up that burger now that I know it was salt. This whole time I've been obsessing over it because the dev. Whatever it's it's life shattering, right? right? Are you leaving? Should I? No. Are you, are you over me? No. <laughs> I'm asking you a question. So I, I want to. Here's what I want to get at. So this this type of experience, yeah, here. this this experience, it changes you. Yeah. It, it makes you a different person, and and maybe it makes you a better person because you can have. Uh, empathy and understanding of other people's positions that you would just never really consider and and being a sober person and having to go to God in a way that's even more intense than maybe when you first even got sober or or grow in that spiritual experience and I can hear you saying it because you say today I'm okay because you know 
that tomorrow you might not be okay. So it's always about today and right now, right? Like, like when I first got here, the sun was still out. And like I was joking around with Pat, like I'm, he's like, oh, maybe you stick around and do the podcast. I'm like, absolutely. What if I never come back here? Now, I don't live in that, like, but I, I like to live it's in that. It's fear. It's just like I'm, it's a reality. I may never. So let's live now. 100%. Let's be connected to God now. Let's have experiences with our people now. Right. Because this is it. This it really is, and that's where it's like, like this is so important to me. Like this, this is this is my life. You know what I'm saying? This is my, um, this is my well being. Like like coming to this meeting and 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 having a fellow artist who is you know we're basically sober the same amount of time, and like you're sober at 21 also. Yeah, it's just it's it's just and. Why, why, how come it took me this long to get to Pat's house? Mm. Like, I don't ask myself that. It's, it's, I literally am like, I'm here. The door is open. I feel like you just joined the ship of fools and welcome aboard, man, because it's a fucking great place. (laughs) Um, I don't know how I got here either. It took me 40 something years. I know. (laughs) But it's a good place and I'm really grateful to be here. And and, and I'm so grateful. And it's like, it's like, I, 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 I watch Pat. I, I see everyone on his. On, I, I see what's going on here, and it's like that. That's why when I drove, I, I was in the valley, and I drove to. Do I say Agora Hills wrong? My wife was like, "That's not how you say it." But when I came out here, I literally was like Pat, like literally, like because I walked into this place, and I was like. Pat needs to see this. I don't, I, for whatever reason. Oh, right. And, and, and this is the wellness center. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't think it's going to sound weird to you guys, but God is that that's just an open door. You better ash that. You better ash that. Yeah, it is. That's cool, man. God. And that's why I try to post stuff, you know, I like to call it a divine appointment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. See, and that's where it's like there's no coincidence. There's no coincidence that I had Pat come somewhere. But where, so that's that's God to me. Okay, but Vic, isn't wouldn't that mean that everything is a div- divine appointment? Uh, I don't think everything's a divine appointment because there's people that are also influenced by the darkness. So mm. you could have a that's not an appointment. Like someone coming into your house, but, to like kill your wife. But I don't, don't think you think that? Appointment. But but isn't darkness sort of? away to the light sometimes i think that's a way to wake up but i don't think that they but like i don't think they're like one yeah because i've done some dark shit yeah me too well me too okay so were we we were we were operating in the partnering with the darkness wow and then sometimes and then and then we were graced or whatever yeah for sure yeah, that's a tricky one for me because I don't, I don't know. Well, but I, I would say today, literally today, I would, I would tell somebody like, follow me into the dark, follow, follow me, follow me to something real that we we've experienced. That's 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 in a sense where like we've been to dark places, but we made it out. Yeah, and, no, and- I can definitely walk into the darkness. As a, a beacon of light. Yeah, like I'm not afraid of the darkness. Yeah. Like I'm not because you've been there. That's dope. That's what's dope yeah, yeah, about yeah. us is we can go right in there. Exactly. I but, love that. Um Victoria. I actually, actually want to go there. Let's go. 
yeah. just to like. You know. I, oh, I don't know. No, I mean, it depends like, where it is. I mean, I've walked into rooms. Well, and, like, it depends I feel like how I far it, into the darkness you've like, been, hey. I think. I, I, what I mean by that is, like, I want to go into 18 year old. I want to go to a house. I want to go to a house where there's a bunch of kids, like, shooting dope. And I want to sit with them. I want to film it. I want to talk to them. And I want to try to inspire them to get sober. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, yeah. that's, I want to, like, I, I can be with them. I am like, that. Yeah, I don't want to experience my own personal darkness. But Victoria, I wanted to ask you if you could think of it. Uh, when what, do you have any examples of divine appointment in your life? It'd be fine. I'd just be curious if you could. This, if Ugh. if one comes to you, if not, well, I don't want to put you on the spot. So many. I mean, what about a recent one? She was probably showing a recent one. I mean. Gosh, I feel like every friend I have that has become a part of my life, that's become like part of our show. family. I mean, Jack was a divine appointment. I don't know. Is he still sleeping on the couch? Well, how many violations? Jack you came to, like we had, we're hosting like a Sunday group for a while. What? And I remember this one Sunday, like Jason was like, I just don't, I'm not really feeling, feeling right. it. Like, cause he's kind of leading it. You all right? And it was so wild because like he'd actually like, got on his knees at that point and was like, God, like, I don't have this in me. And then Jack and our friend Tommy and like, I don't know who else, maybe it was this girl. And, um, they walked in and I remember feeling like these like angels just came in the room or something that Hmm. they walked in for your Sunday. Yeah. They just like came with another friend. It was like their first week and they, you know, Jack, like he's so knowledgeable and yeah, no, he's got some wisdom that boy. Yeah. Spring so much to like a group setting and it was such a divine appointment, and now he's one of our best friends. I mean, like, gosh, I'm getting our house, everything. Make, how, marrying how Jason and not, like, the other guy. Like, there's so many divine appointments. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to marry somebody else. I feel like Jason was a divine appointment. But I've had, like, I mean, talk, talk about walking by someone as they're, like, Odin and, like, helping them come like revive yeah. them. Like that's a divine yeah. appointment. I have those types of experiences too. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Like at festivals, help oh. this girl that like, got lost. Like so many people, like one of our friends like was lost from all of his friends and he had just taken acid and we're like, come be with us until you can find your friends. We're like a safe group. And then we've like kept him as a friend. Oh. So I feel like lost divine appointments acid. are like endless. <laughs> I think. He was lost. <laughs> I don't know. That can be rough. Depends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's. I think there's so many divine appointments. I don't know. But even even just from just from what we had during the meeting, like that reading and like what people were sharing, where it's like I'm to the point now where, like, I want to be. I want I want God, my higher power. Like I want God to work through me. Yeah, like I, I pay I, for that. I, I do. Yeah, I, I, I don't want my will because my will yes, will take yes. me. We have arrived. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't, and and that's where. Listen, I'm sure that I have fallen short. I'm sure that I have hurt people. I am, but but today, like I know that I am seeking further truth about myself and I'm seeking a want and a desire to ch- 
change somebody's life so, Be- because I feel like I have that because somebody did that for me. And it's like, I don't want to be fake and have to, and have to, and have to act a certain way or tell somebody, Oh, everything's fine. Like I want to be okay with not being okay because today there's hope and I want to share hope with other people and, and, and walk and like trudge, like, let's get through this. Let let's like, you don't have to live this way. Because someone tells me, Mikey, you don't have to think this way. This is how you don't think this way. And, 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 and that, that's where there's not enough of that in this world. We take a step back, you look at the world, and you see all the chaos that's going on. We have the power to be that light. We have, but we have to be willing. I have to be willing. Like, because I don't want to miss it. I, I don't want to get wrapped up in A, B, and C, and and, and it's. What 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 and what we read tonight was blessed are the meek for for they shall inherit the earth, and I think that the readings are cool because they help us understand how to do this shit. Right. You know. It's it, it's it's like I look at it like, what was that guy? What was the young guy's name? Ozzy's guy was that his son, Lewis, brother, friend? Lewis, Lewis. But, so this guy Oz, this like dude, a this real one, real hardcore gangster guy, came to my meeting today and brought a young, up and coming gangster right. who's addicted to meth to my meeting, and the kid's gonna get sober. Well, we should all say some prayers. We know how that that yeah. that's a rough. Yeah, and I don't know how Oz has stayed sober for so long. He's not. He's not like doing this thing. He's just like going through the most gangster sober. It's crazy. But but, but I think he pushes like a lot of weight, Loki. Damn. You or know, at least he you did. Know, a couple I think years that ago. might have been a divine appointment for him because he was talking about anxiety yeah, and yeah. living with it and just Yeah. But I, I look I look at that youngster, right? And this is where my this is what my brain and, and there's think about how many of those there are out in this world. Where's that kid gonna go? What where like Where's he going to go? Where's, where's the next Oz's friend going to go? Who's going to be there to help and reach out and be like, this is real shit. Like, you can, like, I did it. You did it. We, we all did it. Let's, let's do this together. Where do these people go? So that's in my brain. It's like, this is where I came tonight. And it, it, it's not. It's not just well, in these that's walls. The, well, that's the weird thing is like you can't even like go to a fucking meeting. I, it's, and it's, it's, I mean, for the past couple months, right? But they're like starting to open up again, right? I, I went. I actually went and spoke at a meeting in Northridge at a park, and it was like, I mean, I literally got there and I was like, "Hey, I, uh, I guess I'm speaking for 15 minutes. I planned for 45 to an hour, but so you know. wait, you spoke at a meeting? Yeah, when? A couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So they are doing meetings. I dro- I dropped. No, this meeting has been going on. It's a meeting in the park where everyone distances oh. outside. I haven't been to it, but I've heard about it. Oh, it's cool. it's cool. Like I feel like, I think they have meetings every day there. But I ended up going and and shared, and it was it was great. It was amazing. And and, and yeah, I I just I look at 
Okay, so real quick, just let me just ask you, how did you get out of the darkness? Did you learn something from that multiple sclerosis experience? Are you better for it? What's I I I, I am a hundred. It's like you mentioned empathy, correct? Mm-hmm. So that's just that being married, for instance, right? It's like I I I I I learned empathy from that, and that's something I'm I'm continuing to try and become empathetic. Like I have, like I have to understand that like, you know, somebody sees a fly on the wall and they start crying and I'm like, it's just a fly, but stupid example, but like being like, no, but you know know, know what I'm saying? Where it's like, where it's like, it's like a lot. Empathy is powerful. And it's something that I a hundred percent am, am, am tapping into where I've, I, I, Sure, like I care, and I but but it's something different. It's something different because you can Woodstock! have you can have empathy and not she even grab Veronica's laptop. You you don't even yeah. have to say That's anything. Insane. You can just have it. Right. You can just have it, and it and and it affects people somehow. Yeah, to walk a day in anyone else's shoes. That's why it's so great if you can have. Oh, you're just do it your toes in like understanding different people's cultures and understanding like have friends that are handicapped or have different different like if you have this variety of different in your family you know you might I, I, the people I know that have like a handicapped child like the, the, the way that the family grows so much just by learning like what to be appreciative of and mm. the joy like these little kids give off even though they're struggling so much you're like well I can't have a bad day that mm. from like my kid is, you just see how people suffer, and I think that that's how all things can be turned to good. You can become bitter and like grudge the world or hate God or whatever, mm. but I just don't think the other, the other choice is like you now get to feel empathy, which is huge. Yeah, and and, and, and to answer Pat's question, I mean, I think what I learned was to to live my life. Lessen my ego. Less, I, that's not maybe that's not the right word, but yeah, not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the right word is, but it's like, like I, I, I like I have to understand like that. My wife went through shit when that was happening. Right. Like I, it wasn't like it wasn't just like oh Mikey's sick blah blah blah. It, but it, 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 so coming out of that. Even my thinking, like, you know, I, I, feel like, I feel like I have always had fear and love. I remember the first time I had fear, and I remember the first time there was love. And I try every day not to live in fear, and that's something that I learned from that, from that experience. Like, I wasn't like, God, why, why do I have MS? Why me? Like, why, like it, it was more of like, if I do what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to be okay. If, if I do what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to stay sober. So that, that was kind of pushed to the forefront of my mind. And that's what I learned. I learned, I learned to walk through things. And, yeah. and, and, and I kind of look at it like this is, wait, if I do the right thing, you're going to be okay. Is that what you said? If I do, if I do what I need to do to be healthy... I can keep MS under wraps. If I do what I need to do 
for me to stay sober, I'm going to stay sober. It's not just like, oh, I'm just going to wing it today. I'm going to wing it. I'm, it's, you know, a couple of days are going to go by and then I'm going to meditate. It, it, it's more of like the forefront of my mind had changed. I had legions on my brain. And I, I literally remember talking to this doctor and being like, he's like, you have MS. And I'm like, no, I don't. He's like, no, you, you, you have MS. And I'm like, no, I don't. And he said it three times. And I was like, no, I don't. And I paused and I said, okay, tell me what's next. Tell me what I have to do. I didn't want to accept that. I didn't want to accept sickness into my life. I didn't want that to define me, but I, I accepted that there was something going on in my body and in my mind that was out of my control. So I put my trust into these doctors, just like I put my trust into my higher power and my God to lead me certain places. And, and, and if I'm open and I'm willing, I will end up in the right place and I will be able to help the next person just like somebody helped me. The people that stuck by my side, like I want to stick by people's sides and say, we can do this. That's great. Thank you. It's just, it's just what I was taught, you know, and it's, it's like learning to lose. It's like, well, it goes beyond that because in, in the byproduct of that, you get to feel good and a better life. And that's the bizarre thing is being non-selfish or, What's the opposite of selfish? Being selfless. And when I pray now, lately I've been praying for God, help me to bring your will, your thoughts, your mind into the world. Right. Let me be a channel of your power and your peace, a beacon on the hill, a light in the darkness. These kind of prayers are more powerful than more than the selfish prayers. And... When it just always for me, when when the rubber meets the road, it's about living a better life, as in peace, harmony, uh, usefulness to right. other people. Otherwise, it becomes a means to an end, like right. you said, A B C means to an end, and I'm miserable like that. Maybe low grade misery, but right, and then it can build to higher, but. It just fucking sucks when there's an alternative. Yeah. Where you're selfless, you're out, you're not in fear. It's not even about tomorrow. I don't know. There's just a whole different state of mind. Like yeah. Jesus talks about states of mind in right. this thing. And, and I was telling her earlier, like heaven on earth and this state of mind, this change within you that like infinite possibilities are almost available. Right. Like, like I shouldn't be walking and talking. My illness makes it so I have vertigo, so I can't even walk or drive or do anything, can't support my family. Maybe I shouldn't say I shouldn't be, but it right. fucked me up for a while, yeah. and I, right. I've, I'm a lot better now. And I just believe that this power is more than I'm tapping into, and that's why I'm always trying to go further. Right. That's why I love Billy. And that's what I, need. I think you can. Right. I think it's possible. For all of us, because we're all seekers, and that's why it's so cool to be together. And, it, and it, it's amazing, and it's like, it's like here's the thing. I got to get up at 5.30 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, shit. I got to get up in oh, five shit. hours. So what was that? It's 12.30, and I got to get up at 5.30. But check this out. So We didn't know that. No, you, you no, should, no, no. I'm not, no, I'm not saying. What were you just saying about wanting to go deeper? I believe that it's possible to go deeper, and I believe there's like an infinite kind of possibility, maybe healing or just 
living better. It's possible to live in this better. Mm -hmm. But maybe but this is but this is also this is also where it's like after the meeting you know what i'm saying i called my daughter to check on her you know what i'm saying i called my yeah. wife i'm like hey i'm gonna be here for a while you know what i'm saying like my daughter was like oh can you come home when are you gonna be home blah, 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 blah. my wife's just like oh, i'm tired whatever but it, it's like it's like this is how i go deeper so like if if i'm here and i'm getting uh, this is exactly what i needed tonight the, and i didn't plan this you know what I'm saying? I didn't plan like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to this meeting. And I, I didn't, Pat was like, yo, come over on Monday night. I was like, all right, cool. Like, I didn't know there was going to be this and she was going to be here and you were going to be like, do you know her? No. no. I mean, I know of her. I'm a big fan. But you but guys haven't met before? No. Oh. But, but that's where it's like, this is how I go deeper. This is how I, I, I grab onto something where it's like, if I don't do like, okay, let's bottom line. Okay. Not even drinking, not even using drugs, but if I am not tapped into a spiritual realm with my higher power, I am useless to anybody. Yeah. Because, because A, B, C, D, E, all these things that, that, that are out in the world that I think I need and I think I want, it's just another drink. Well, we just read that tonight too. But I, but I, can, I can come here. Go, sorry. Go ahead. I can come here and this is, this is helping me. This this is what I need for my sanity. Yeah. And I'll go ahead. Well, I'll say this is what you really need. And and what, uh, when you were talking about surrendering, like, okay, what's your will? God opposed to my will, but what we think we want is so different than what we need. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think over time practicing that, like asking and for like to be led and like, I'm like, God, give me like your heart and your desire. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Do you want me to waste my night doing this thing? Or should I go do this thing with friends that are just like enriching my spirit and like go to bed early because I know I'm going to have a, whatever the thing is. And I think all those little choices, cause we, there's so many things that we want that are not for our greatest good it's we're so temporary well right now i want to eat that or i want i'm looking at this thing or i i want to be out of my marriage or i want to be in i don't know like the basically like pleasure i want to feel pleasure pleasure yeah i want to feel lost right now but like maybe you're not supposed to feel the the i don't know i don't know what i'm saying i just feel i i wish you were at the beating because the reading we had was so on this it was so on this yeah yeah but but that's where that's where i believe i wonder sorry i wonder if i should read that little paragraph would that be lame no here go ahead and i mean how i mean how long did we stay on that paragraph like every like it was but this is where you, you guys talk, I'm going to find it. This is where I can take home something. You know what I mean? My, my family's asleep. Um, I'm going to wake up and I have stuff to do tomorrow very early. But this is, I want, I want eight to ten hours of sleep. But when I sleep eight to ten hours, I, I, I feel like shit. It's when I get up and I sleep a few hours, I rest, I exercise, I do what I need to do then I'm able to be present. Like if, if I'm not, if I'm not present, if I'm doing all this and I'm not present at home, 
and useful to my wife and useful to my daughter, then I'm missing the entire point. Or I'm missing if I can't be useful to a friend or a family member or whatever it might be, like it's back to, it's just another drink. It's just another drug that's going to distract me and take me away from what I'm supposed to be doing. God's will, not mine. Like God's will be done, not mine, you know? And it's just like, this is what I need. And this is where I'm supposed to be. You going to read for us? Let's get that read. It's so funny because sleeping in is like the biggest thing with me and my husband because he totally, like the other day I got so mad at him because he slept 11 hours and I'm just like. How did he feel when he woke up? No, he doesn't feel great and he's tired and like he needs, he knows he needs to like not do more than eight, you know, and just set your alarm. But, and it makes, it sets our whole, cause I'm really affected by it. And I'm, that's also my fault. Like I get so offended by it. And like, but that temporary feeling that of course sleep keep snoozing feels like the right choice. I love that's that. The temporary. I love snoozing. I'll do it for an hour and a half sometimes. <laughs> I know I do too. So I'm, <laughs> and sometimes you need a good snooze and you need to yeah. catch up. But, but to your point, yeah. Like you make that choice. Cause you're like, I want to, Connect with my wife. I want to have time with my kid. I want to have time for myself. So you are going to give yourself, you need more time in the day to do that. And I I needed this tonight. Like I needed this. Like I, I, you know, Pat's like, oh, just hang out later and we'll talk. And I'm like, let's do it. All we have is now. Like I, like I could have gone home right after the meeting. Well, I hope you're okay tomorrow. I'm going to be, I'm going to be freaking great. I'm going to do some stuff in the morning. I got to pick my daughter up from school at one. We're going to party. And by party, I mean take a nap. But no, mm-hmm. no. But this, this is, this is. I, I wouldn't have missed this for the world. I hear you. Are you gonna do some reading right, for I'm us? I'm just gonna read this. So it's so funny how not being religious people, all we talk about is like Jesus stuff and God stuff. But blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. And we read this. This is one of my favorite paragraphs in this whole book. The true significance of the word meek in the Bible is a mental attitude for which there is no other single word available. And it is the mental attitude which is the secret of prosperity or success in prayer. It is a combination of open-mindedness, faith in God, and the realization that the will of God for us is always something joyous and interesting and vital and much better than anything we could think of for ourselves this state of mind also includes a perfect willingness to allow this will of god to come about in whatever way divine wisdom considers to be best rather than some particular way that we have chosen for ourselves um and the part that i really like is god's will for us is always something joyous interesting and vital and much better than anything we could think of for ourselves Mm mm-hmm So it's always going to be better than what I have in mind, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I always, you know, it's always sex, food, accomplish a goal, means to an end, things. Mm -hmm. And it's never like enriching relationships, like you said, or... You know, even meditations in the morning, I'll skip out on uh, often, and they're so important. You got your husband on the FaceTime out there. We're just talking to Jason. Um, 
I just read that paragraph where God's will is it's so good more vital than I mean more interesting yeah 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 so I don't so so, so the the, the, that's the part that's that part isn't actually in the Bible the what part the part where he's explaining how which is what I love about this book it's called the scriptures yeah so the scriptures are very difficult to translate I think sometimes we read them and it's like Danielle gave me this really big bible this cool bible did you see that on my story we tried reading it the other day. It's like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, I don't. Really, it's high level. It's and that's very, why it's so great to know the like Aramaic language that it was written in and whoa. the Hebrew. And that's why that's where you get the real scholars that break it down to, and they know the culture. Like, because that's the thing: understanding the culture, who they're talking to, what they're referencing. Yes, but but they're well, that's defining why this guy's kind of a scholar so he breaks it down yeah, for it people sounds. like us that can't really yeah, so figure he, it out he explains meek meekness and what it actually was meant to mean yeah. then as opposed to what it might mean now and yeah i just like i was explaining in the meeting how many times i've been in a dude just now i didn't get enough views on my last tiktok video my last two and I'm fucked up. You I mean, you didn't get enough views. That you felt like you should have. Yeah, it's just, it's just. I, uh, and I heard you out here saying, uh, you said something, your voice, and you said something about what, what it doesn't matter, what we think we want or something. And I'm oh. like, oh yeah, yeah, because you think you need that much to. to have it be a successful post. Whatever. I mean, bro, last night I was all in, I was all fucked up on some, like, I'm not even close. Like, cause we emailed this guy that works at some fucking company. He works at like E or he's like a, he's an agent at like fucking TWA or whatever bullshit. EA. That's a fucking airline, but you know, the agents Mm -hmm. and, and, and he wrote, you know, people household names are having a hard time getting shows and you, you know even people with like huge following like they're they don't have anywhere near enough of a following and i was just like oh, i just you i don't just know have to i remember was that, comparing and despairing you know yeah but to just encourage you because i told you you're a fire starter <sighs> and the greatest thing is you fight start fires and other people and then they that's how things spread you're no, I want your the f- thing doesn't have to look so huge. No, to I know want how big your fire. Okay, but I going. want the glory. Okay, well, I want it. Yeah, I want the fame and the glory. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm kind of like no, I know, but I, but you yeah. do, and that that's, sounds pretty honest. And that's to what me. makes it really hard for you to enjoy the process of it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it though. I really am. I'm, what I'm saying is that I have those moments of like self. And then I, I'm like, wait a second. Like, we're just, this yeah. is, we're like great. Like, now Everything's Pat never great. comes over anymore, and I was just, like, doing a show all the time. It's too cool <laughs> for us. <laughs> but I was th- literally just there, like, last weekend. But or, that's that's where... Um, I got to be honest, though. Like, last time I was there, like, some fools were going kind of hard, and I was just like, oh, I'm good. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But I really love being there with like you and Jack and Jason and where it's a little bit more mellow and we're like having talks and maybe watching a movie or whatever. You know what I mean? But like the, the, the party thing, it was really awesome that weekend. 
um, it was really awesome that weekend because really you were loved, like on the yeah. level most of the time. I loved how you got really vulnerable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow. That was pretty cool. I mean, and you cool did that moment. for like 10 minutes when he was there. Mm. That was pretty and cool. I cried. That yeah, you got was, to see that. I was just going through it. Yeah, but that was powerful that, that he got to see that. Yeah. That meant well, a lot to him. Yeah, I mean, I. That's why I've actually felt really guilty that I haven't come to these meetings because oh, I've, but I've wanted to do something like this with you for I know, so long and like know. to have these talks and now you're doing it and it's something I feel like I've seen in my mind. Yeah. And then oh, to not be there, I'm like, Oh, but you're there, you're there in spirit and you're going to be there next Monday or, <laughs> or whenever, yeah. you, whenever you jump in, you're jumping in and, yeah. and I know it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually I, I did just say oh you don't need to say that but I'm glad you're saying that because I think that you're going to be a really important part of the the thing yeah I'd love to and I, I, need, so, I need it yeah I'm so glad my aunt's there like what how special it's so special it seemed like she got a lot out of, she liked and then the, my, she liked the Oz guy yeah and then my oh, dad, dad sat in? my dad showed up oh, and yeah. it was like it totally broke the whatever but like I just cool. I thought it was really cool and I love that we get to do that I love that we get it doesn't have to be so structured structured right it's but just it, real and raw and that that, yeah. that like to, to to say something about what you were just saying like <sighs> I want the glory. I want this. I want, right. but, but it's, it, that's okay. Like, like to, because here's the thing, like, you know, you know, it's oh, well, I did this cause I'm an alcoholic or I blacked out and, uh, or I want the glory because I'm, I'm a human. Like, it's okay to be human. And if that, if, I mean, I, I understand those feelings. I understand like, I want the attention. I want this. I want to be this person. I want to it, but if that consumes, where I don't think it consumes you on 24 hours, seven days a week, mm-hmm. but like you're a human, I'm a human, but we are like, it, it, like from this reading, it's like the perfect willingness. Like that just kept ringing in my brain of like, yeah. it, it, it's just, it's um, the state of mind also includes a perfect willingness to allow this will of God to come about in whatever way divine wisdom considers to be best. I, I, I don't know what's best at all. I even bring that to my, my sick, my Meniere's disease, because mm-hmm. maybe that's what the divine, right. How am I, how am I to say, maybe that had to make me who I am to be who God wants me to be, or be able to transfer empathy or something. I right. don't know. Well, it, I, I have a confession to make. I just have to make this right now. So you're talking about your family and you and how important it is to be there first for them. Mm-hmm. I neglected them so hard and didn't appreciate them so much that it's over, but I still am now working for a, a bond with my daughter because it's not too late with mm-hmm. her. And I just wanted to make that confession because I almost threw it all away. I didn't know. It's like I didn't really know. Right. I do now, but it still takes a lot of effort because you want, you're got a business, you got this, you got that. And, and there's just always more work to be done, but you got to make time, got to make time for Monday night. You got to make time for meditation. You got to make time because that's, 
what did you say? It enriches our relationships or our, whatever it does. It renews your soul. I need to make time for my daughter. Yeah, and 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 what's crazy is so do I. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm in it, living it. Like I'm with my wife, I'm with my daughter. But do do I take the what's the right amount of time like to spend with my family? Mm. There, there's no answer to that. Mm-hmm. Like I like like I'm here. I mean, I left my house at. I think like seven, six fifty, and I'm mm-hmm. still here. Mm-hmm. But but this is this is what I need, and like to have that, like I could be with my family and neglect them. That's what I did, yeah. and that's where that's where. But but you know what wow. else? You know, but you know what else? You know, Billy. What, but you know what else I did? <laughs> you know what else I did is is I neglected myself in recovery, being sober. Like, like I, I had the, the person that was sponsoring me was like, you're not sober. Like, like, what are you doing? Uh, I neglected what was true and what was right. And, and, and to be sober is to, is to address those. I don't know, man. I, 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 it's just, it's, it's finding that balance. It's finding that balance in life. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's. I think about the first karate kid, Mr. Miyagi's like, go out and find balance. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Bad oh reference. yeah. That's when he did the right. iconic thing. On right. But things. it's like, it's like, that's, that's what I need people to tell me. That's why I have people in my life that are like, what are you doing? Like, are you taking care of yourself? Cause I stand by it. If I don't take care of myself, I'll be worthless to anybody, right. anybody around me. My daughter, my four-year-old daughter who thinks I'm like, you know, it's insane. And the amount of, like, my wife loves me. My wife. What's your Instagram again? I am Mikey Martin. My wife loves me so much. So much. And and so I I am so blessed, but I got to keep this right. Okay. I got to keep that right. And that's where... If I neglect myself, I neglect everything around me. And that's and moving forward in my life, I, I want I want to like I said this an hour ago, I want to I want God to work through me. So if God's working through me, then I want God to work through me with my wife, with my daughter, with my friends, with my family, with my coworkers, with music like everything. How does that happen? It's a process. It's for me, I feel like it's a process that will never end because my life has gotten better since I stopped drinking and using drugs hundred percent or I wouldn't be sober. I've also had many challenges, deaths, illnesses, you, you what, whatever. And why does that happen? Because it's life. And now today I have a choice on how I react and, and, and where I take my mind with certain situations. Does that make sense? I'm just yeah. getting tired. Yeah. I love my voice. You always get up at 5.30? A couple, couple, couple days. Voice. Wow, 5.30. What are you getting up at 5.30 for? To work out? I'm not talking about it on the air, Pat. I, I gotta go to bed, too. You yeah, don't want to talk about it? Wrap up here. Fuck, I don't know if I'm going to make my gosh darn challenge again. 
I'll do it. I'll do it. Right now? I, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Right. I'll do it right now. 20 really? minutes of working out? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like annoyed because like I you just... You don't have the following? Let's hear a little bit from Pat before we wrap no, up. No, I'm just... It's just hard because I just... Well, I, this is a constant challenge, so let's hear it, Pat. Let's. What's hard? No, like eating... Oh, you know, I, thought you I ate this fucking in and out. I'm just we're all too. feeling that. I right want to vomit it up because it had salt. And... Hell yeah! <laughs> no, I love in and out. It's just listen, that I feel great. We had I, already... I didn't have French fries or bread. Listen, oh good li- for you. Listen, oh. check this out. Check but this you... out. I've lost 21 pounds in the past two and a half months. Nice wow. without working out because I I just it's all diet. It's all diet. Yeah. yeah, but I need to work out more than. Anything in this 20 world. minutes right here after I'm the going, podcast. I am going home after right. this podcast. 20 yeah. minutes, it's not that long. Uh, yeah, but you guys you guys will still be working out, and I'll still be driving. Yeah. Oh, where do you live? Simi Valley. I, I live in Bakersfield. Hmm. No, I live in Simi What's Valley. What's wrong with Simi Valley? Why do they call it Slimy Valley? Slimy Valley. I don't, What's the I deal? Mean, I don't know. It's, it's, honestly, it was a good place to grow up, and it was a good place to leave, and it was a great place to buy a house, and, you know, it's cool. It's whatever. Yeah. I'm happy. I like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind it. <laughs> well, I can't thank you guys enough. Yeah, no. Well, we'll see you on Monday. What's today? Oh, next Monday. Yeah, because we're. I mean, well, I'm hoping I'm going to see you before that. Oh, dude, I'm just throwing it out you there. Should come by like any time. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I'm going to be like, I'm like fuck, Mikey's at the door. All right, Tim. Tim's walking out the door. Tim, very nice meeting you. House? Tim's going back over to the studio and I'm just trying to make sure I'm not banned from the for you page on TikTok. Uh oh. Thanks again, or, guys. Or shot alright, brother. Later, bro. Veronica's up there looking at me. What's up? Love you. Yeah, Jamie's here. Don't She's look at the numbers. Yeah, no, because I'm just trying to make sure. don't mean anything. No, I'm just trying to make sure I'm not shadow banned from the For You page for some reason. It, shit gets tricky. I don't tricky. know what that means. It sounds like Darth Vader stuff. It, it, yeah, it's just, it just, it gets tricky. Shadow ban. It, it means that, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm uh, yeah, definitely getting a little bit. It, it, it means that you can. I got a little taste of it. I have a couple fans, which uh, is interesting uh, to uh, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is intoxicating, and I am starting to look at numbers. Yeah, yeah. Which just me wait, being bro. the non, just wait, non social media, non techie dude, it's there's a transformation happening. Yeah, I want to. I want to know what your, what happened. Down to talk anytime. What does that mean? Wow. All right, I guess we're ending this. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. All right, good night, guys.